Hello, and welcome to the Constructor Cast, your AGC place for all the news, views, and interviews relevant to your construction business. I am your host, Leah Pilkonis. On today's episode, we are going to cover everything you need to know about this year's Construction Safety Week. I'm excited to talk about how and why it got started and understand more about its importance to the construction industry. We're going to cover this year's theme and daily topics, how construction firms can participate, and where you can find resources and web links to get involved. Mark your calendars now. The dates are May 3 through 7 of 2021. I'll also share at the outset that the National Safety Stand Down to Prevent Falls in Construction will be held the same week as Construction Safety Week. And we're going to share some important information about that event as well on today's episode. We're all in for a real treat because with me today is Mike McKelvey, President and Chief Executive Officer at Gilbane Building Company who happens to be the chairman of National Construction Safety Week 2021. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Leo. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks so much for being with us. Mike, I know you've spent your entire career in the architecture and construction industry. Please tell us just a little bit more about yourself and and the work that you do with, with Gilbane. Yeah, you're right, Leah. I've been in the business for almost 40 years now and uh, I would say that probably the one core value that has stuck with me throughout those 40 years has been um, keeping people safe on our job sites. Whichever company I've worked for in my career, whichever position I've been in, when I've been outside of the United States, when I've been in different parts of the United States, it's always been that one consistent value that stays consistent. You know, I, I think. Um, I live by that mantra that priorities can change, but your values never change and they're consistent. And so certainly I have learned more and more and more about how to keep people safe over the decades. But um, it's something that I brought with me to Gilbane seven years ago when I started working at Gilbane and um, it was a natural fit from a core values perspective. Have you been involved with Construction Safety Week since um, day one? I'm, I'm curious how it all got started and if you can tell us a little bit about that. You know, I think that there's a lot of different opinions about how we actually got started in Construction Safety Week. It really started around 2014. So around the time that I came into Gilbane in 2014, um, there's an organization called the Incident and Injury Free Forum. And there's also an organization called Construction Industry Safety Initiative. Those two groups had been working independently on trying to promote safety in the construction industry. They came together in 2014 because they had shared membership. And some of those founding companies, and and Gilbane was part of that, Jacobs was part of that, uh, Limbach was part of that. There's a lot of different companies, uh, Ross Myers, et cetera. Those companies came together and said we should we should have a week that we dedicate to safety. And I think it, it probably started more informally with just some of the companies that were in those two organizations. And then it grew into something more and more systemic, broad, and really nationwide over the last um, seven years. For me, I was part of the CEO forum of the Incident and Injury Free Forum. And I heard about Safety Week in those meetings and how important it was and how important it was that 
players in the industry dedicate to making that happen because safety week doesn't happen automatically. And so um, my involvement was more on the periphery. And then I went on to the annual safety week executive steering committee probably four years ago, um, just as a, as a member of that committee and then have, have was the co-chair in 2020 and of serving as the chair this year with Gilbane. Wow, so thank you so much for your leadership in this area and um, years of dedication. Sounds like it's grown as you've shared and it turned into a nationwide event that really is exciting and making a big difference. Let's talk about 2021. What is in store for of Safety Week? Can you tell us about the theme? And I know there are daily topics. I want to give you a chance to kind of walk through exactly what's in store for this year's event. Yeah, this is a special year, I think, uh, particularly in a year following the pandemic of 2020. Uh, last year, we ended up delaying Safety Week from the usual May timeframe till really after the summer, because as we all did, we thought that the non-personal meetings that we were having and the quarantining that we were having was a temporary thing, and that it would we would be freed up in the fall to meet in person because so many Safety Week activities are person to person. But this year, after being uh, 12 plus, plus months in the pandemic, our Safety Week committee determined that the theme needed to be a little bit different than it has been in previous years. Previous years were more about safe choices with respect to personal protective equipment or how you do what you do and that kind of thing. This year, the theme is really on holistic safety. What does it mean to really be focused and to make safe choices because you're focused? When you look back on it, Leah, you look back over the last 12 months, people have been isolated. They've been working from home. They've been unable to connect with their parents if their parents have been in care facilities. The children have been excluded from their friends and from the teachers and from the schools. Uh, people have been prohibited from going to work and socializing with their colleagues and their coworkers. All these things mess with the mindset of our collective consciousness. But at the same time, during all this year of homeschooling and everything that I just said, construction workers across the country have had to go to the job sites and continue building projects, building roads, building bridges, building, building hospitals, building schools. They've been virtually frontline with other people when the rest of society has taken a step back to isolate and quarantine. So think about Think about what that does to your mindset. And I've mentioned with various people in our company, they say, I have to go to work. I have to build the project. The project is not shut down, but I'm concerned that I come back home after being around other people back when everyone else is quarantining. So that issue of holistic safety and really getting safe, getting your mind straight around what you're doing in the construction world is extremely important, but it's even more important in these time frames. So if someone uh, is at working at height and they have a requirement to tie off for safety and they unhook and they tie on and they unhook and they tie on for a hundred times that day as they move around the construction site, that one moment that they might not tie off, they might unhook, but not rehook the reason they don't rehook is because something is in, going on mm -hmm. in their head. They're thinking about that issue 
the kids not learning at school or not being able to go to school or they wish they could go see their mother that's in the hospital, but they can't go. They start thinking about these things and they get off focus and then something happens. It's about that blocking and tackling and wearing the right equipment and doing the right thing and having a stand down for, you know, for this or that or the other or falling or, or things being dropped. All those things we always talk about, but it's also how to make sure that mental health and what's going on in everyone's mind is of paramount importance as well. So we, we said, okay, it's committed to holistic safety. That's what we talked about, that focus and then how the choices that we make are better and safer when the focus is really there. Thanks for walking us through that. I imagine that the theme um, is really being embraced and very well received and very fitting for the time. How was this theme selected? Because everything that you shared is really uh, the right fit for 2021. I'm just curious how you how you went about selecting it. You know, Safety Week, we have an executive committee that really administers Safety Week. The membership in Safety Week, the sponsors, our affiliates, um, picking the date, maintaining the website, um, housing it with the tools, et cetera, that are there. That committee, the chairman and the co-chair of that committee will uh, start brainstorming really early in the year. So if Safety Week is May 3rd through May 7th, really a couple of weeks later, we start the new committee for 2022 and we'll start brainstorming on different themes that we might focus on for the year. Certainly, we look back at the past themes over the last six or seven years to see what we did there. But we, as a committee, we will brainstorm on what's going on in the construction industry currently, what's relevant for us to focus on. And we challenge each other. And we typically will have three or four or five or even six different themes that might be potentials. And as we start working through the summer and into the fall, we have some time to see what's really happening in the world and to fine tune those different options. And um, we work with a marketing group and challenges us, but ultimately it's that executive committee that will then narrow in on one particular theme and we'll all vote on it. And then that's the way we go. Getting into some more specifics, you mentioned the toolkits and the resources that are available to support those who are interested in participating in this weekly event. Let's talk about that a little bit. Where are these resources online? Let's first make sure that we say out loud the website and we'll put that in the show notes. So what, what is the website where every all of this information is housed? The website is um, constructionsafetyweek.com. Okay, constructionsafetyweek.com. When you go to that website, what can people expect to see um, in the way of toolkits and resources? If you go to constructionsafetyweek.com, you, you can see the history of Safety Week. You can see a more elaborate description of the theme. Mm -hmm. And you can also see uh, resources that break out, not only resources like toolkits, things that people can use on the job site, but you can order shirts and logos and things about construction safety week that can be handed out on the different job sites there's places where construction workers or anybody really can go and they can load a vignette a video vignette of them and say why safety is important to them and they can load a picture of themselves or are in sometimes a picture of their family or other things like that those for me are the most poignant things that can be interactive on the website to really see the stories of why somebody really, really takes an effort to stay safe every day. And then 
there's even some things that you can take home, some games that you can take home that have to do with safety with your family and with your children. So it's a very interactive website that not only provides the blocking and tackling type toolkits that you can use during safety week, but also gives you some other aspects that I think are really important. If I'm a company that has never participated in this before and I'm interested in getting involved, can you walk me through like what what would my week look like and how would I how would I prepare? I understand that there are different themes each day that you can choose to follow or you can kind of go your own way. You don't have to follow the that's the right. structure that's set out. Construction Safety Week is not about membership of Safety Week, or it's not about sponsors. Okay. It's not about costing construction companies, subcontractors, and people in the construction world anything. So number one, it's a, a week in the year that we can all use as a week to remind us about staying safe, to recharge our batteries. I consider it like my annual safety revival. It's that week where I get so pumped up and then that energy and that excitement about keeping safe will last me the next 12 months until we until we do it again and I can recharge the batteries. If you're uh, a small contractor in you know Montana and you don't have a lot of infrastructure, you can go to Construction Safety Week and you can find resources to help you. You can just take that week, and it doesn't even have to be that weekly. It can be really any week. Um, there's nothing magic about that week. Take that week and then we'll help you through that website to show you some different activities that you can have throughout the week with your people. Some suggestions of what you might have. You know, you could have a vendor come to the job site and show different types of gloves that are available for different applications. There may just be a situation where at the job site, people get up in the morning when they're doing stretch and flex and they talk about their families and why they, they want to stay safe. There's all kinds of things that, that companies can do that cost them absolutely nothing. And so we want them to go to the website, see the resources that are there, and um, really connect with those links and see how they can emphasize and give attention to safety in their own companies um, throughout the year, but especially that, that one week. Now, some companies would like to uh, participate more and they'd like people to know that they are really affiliated with Safety Week. And so, Everything that we do, we're a registered nonprofit, Construction Safety Week is. Uh, the member companies that are, and we have about 70 plus companies that are members that pay a small amount per year. That's the budget that we run the advertising and the website to give back to the industry. And then our affiliates, we have sponsors like, you know, and affiliates like the AGC. AGC has been tremendous in continually partnering with us in Construction Safety Week and espousing that to all your members, which has just been a fantastic partnership that we've had uh, through the years. Same thing we have with Engineering News Record, you know, and other, and other outfits where we're all in this together and we're all trying to do the right thing together. And so there's nothing magic about membership or anything formal. It's really, um, I, you know, you've heard that, Leah, you've heard that saying, we're all lifeguards in the pool, right? We're all trying to keep people safer here. And so if you come at it as a supplier, you come at it as a contractor, a subcontractor, an organization, a member affiliate organization, we all have the same goal, which is to keep people safe.
Yeah, that's amazing how many resources are there. I encourage everyone to take a look. Um, I guess they're daily topics. Please talk about those. Yeah, the daily topics help out a company that says, I'm going to celebrate Safety Week, but I don't really know what to do each day. So last year in 2020 was the first year in Safety Week's history where we actually put out the daily topics. Before that, we didn't have daily topics that we put out, but a lot of companies were doing their daily topics anyway, even if Safety Week did not talk about it. So last year, it was it, we were in the middle of the pandemic, and of course, you know, the COVID and precautions and social distancing and hand washing and all these things and masks were such a big deal, you know, so that became a daily topic. This year, on Monday, the topic is to be present and be focused. There's all kinds of tools that you can get from the website or just come up with your own safety leadership to come up with, let's just talk about being present and being focused that day. For me, I'm going to send an email to all the employees in the company that day, and that's what I'm going to talk about, being present and being focused. I mean, that's a good reminder, regardless of what the theme is, you know, is to really be in the moment with what you're doing. Tuesday is going to be about a healthy mind and a healthy body. You know, that whole issue of the toll that stress plays on your physical body and the mental health aspect, having really everything okay in your head will mean that everything ends up being okay safety-wise. That whole issue of distraction, people are looking at their phone when they're walking, they're just not paying attention okay. to what they're doing and because there, there's so much going in our, in our minds. You know, the issue of suicide is extremely extremely important in our industry. We have one of the highest rates of suicide as an industry. So this year, I believe in the United States, 100 people through March in the construction industry have committed suicide. And that's multiples more than have died of, of construction fatalities. Mm -hmm. So all part of holistic safety, what motivates people in our industry more than average to feel that there is no way out for them? The whole aspect of where do you go when you need help, when you're in over your head, when those things could cause you to really start thinking negative thoughts about your, your future? When someone is acting differently on a job site, it could be that something is not right with them. And so that pat on the shoulder, hey, what's going on? Everything okay with you? Just checking in on you. Sometimes that kind word is all it takes to change somebody's mindset and put them back in the right frame of mind. Such important uh, skills for people to, to understand how to recognize the signs and, the, and know where to go for the information. So thank you for sharing that. Wednesday is about being relentless on the fundamentals. That's on hand protection, eye protection, okay. wearing your hard hats, making sure you have reflective vests on, wearing protective footwear, making sure you lock out, tag out on panels, make sure that you have really the right plans for the work that's going to be happening that day. So it's a, it's a day of the really the basic focuses. And um, everyone probably that's celebrating Safety Week, they can pick the basics that day. But let's just be relentless in doing those basics every single time. And, you know, it's that one time you don't that something that something happens. Day Thursday, uh, May 6th, safety at work can translate into safety at home. Um, so often we can be the most staunch advocates of safe behavior in the job site, in the workplace. And then we go home for the weekend and we're using the weed eater without safety glasses on, <laughs> or we're using the circular saw to cut some plywood and we don't have the right hand protection or the saw 
is, you know, the one from my grandfather, you know, that the, the cord is all frayed and everything and is, is a shock hazard. Really think about that. Uh, there are statistics that if you actually calculate your numbers of hours working at home over your lifetime, and then the number of accidents that you've had at home, the number of times you've had to get stitches, the number of times that you've had a concussion because something fell on your head, the number of times that you've tripped and, and, and had really what we would consider a recordable injury, the recordable injury rates that we have at home, if it was comparable to a job site, are way, way, way more than they should ever be, right? So um, bring that knowledge of what makes you safe at work, bring it home with you. And don't be afraid to be that guy in your neighborhood, you know, wearing a hard hat when you're out there trimming the tree because you get no points for being the tough guy or gal when you're when you're doing something like that. So that's on Thursday. And then Friday, same as it was in 2020, is a day of thanks. I want to thank everybody for doing the good work, for going in there, putting themselves at risk, not just on the job that they're doing, but coming into a place, continually being out there on the front line, making this industry happen and keeping it viable for all of us. It's a thank you to everybody in the industry. So those are the daily themes. Okay, great lineup. Lots of important um, daily topics uh, to be discussed during that week. I have two questions. One, uh, I want to make sure that we recognize all of the people that have contributed all of these resources that you'll find on the website, because I imagine there's been lots of um, time and hours and effort put into creating tools and then sharing them to anyone that participates in the, in the week's event. Who's behind all the information that's up there? Well, we have a committee, uh, the executive committee, as I mentioned, is a half a dozen companies. And then, but we have a, a committee that works under that, that is really a collection of the different safety directors from around um, the industry. And those safety directors are really the keepers of the kingdom when it comes to all these different topics and what best practice is. As you can imagine, there's quite a bit of effort uh, to make sure that we're not putting something on, on our website that is actually not safe mm -hmm. or to be controversial in terms of one company thinks this works and the other one doesn't think it works. And so uh, we put quite a bit of effort into that and also quite a bit of effort to make sure just even the images that we post are really safe. Right. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that you get challenged on a lot is um, by mistake, you take a marketing picture that actually shows somebody doing something they shouldn't do. And it, it happens quite frequently. There's a lot of people that go into really building this annual safety week and there's too many for me to, to name, but everyone does it. You know, this is not something anybody's paying us to do. We do this because we're passionate about really bringing the industry together and that we can all together like a family, we can all be safer mm -hmm. if we do it, if we do it together. Can you share how you go about um, keeping your staff and your team at Gilbane engaged and, and excited about the participating in the entire week and, and staying active um, each day as a team and, and partaking in the, the different events? You know, we, we start talking about it, as you can imagine, weeks, if not months before safety week, and uh, it, it becomes a pretty big deal to um, get your safety week t-shirts or your, you know, your safety week sticker for your hard hat, all these things. We put those out there way in advance and everybody, you know, I, I see a lot of, a lot of folks in our job sites where they, they have every safety week year sticker on their hard hat going back to the very, very first one. And they take a lot of pride in the fact that they can get their, their helmet stickered every single year. But we, we really play up the events of that week 
and then we make sure that every job site across the company is thinking about what they specifically can do to celebrate safety that week. We encourage all of our executives to go out the best they can within within pandemic uh, restrictions to travel to those job sites and to show the workers on our construction sites that we appreciate what they're doing. And one site, it might just be buying lunch for everybody and providing pizza and having a few giveaways, you know, that that day. Another one might be just several, if it's large enough, several vendors that, that are there to really give them free free gloves or free glasses or some other things that really um, stand out. You know, we all try to make it make it fun, but it's not just at the job sites, it's in the offices mm -hmm. as well. Um, there'll be a lot of communications that we send out that week. I'll be sending out something every single day on the theme. There's multitudes of different things that you can do, but I think that making it fun and making it participatory, it's not us preaching yeah. to them. Right. Is there any specific result or takeaway impact from a past year's event um, that has really kind of made a difference or stuck with you that you'd like to share? I was thinking about that. And um, if you look at any statistic over the last 20, 30, 40 years, the industry has gotten safer and safer and safer. You've seen the historic picture of the of the man eating their lunch on the yeah. steel beam up in, in Manhattan, you know, way up in the air, how that would never be allowed today. Certainly there's there's lots of um, examples of things that we used to do that we can't do anymore. So from a purely numerical perspective, if you go back to uh, 21 years to 2000, our industry uh, recordable injury rate was about 8.3, which is really, really high. And um, over the years, we've had continuous improvement. I think as an industry, it's down to 2.9 for 2019. That's still, to most of us, that's not an acceptable level. It needs to be much lower than that. But if you looked at it from a curve perspective, you would see extreme progress over, over the years. And so we don't like to really declare victory when it comes to safety because that's when something really can happen. When we start thinking that we're good enough, we're not good enough, right? But I do think that this emphasis that we've had as an industry, the technology that's applied, whether it's hard hats that you can strap on now that are really helmets or you know different types of fall protection, different types of cut resistance, gloves, all the things that we have now that people didn't have not even five, 10 years ago are making us safer and safer and safer. But I think Leah, for me, and I think this goes for our industry, we really do believe it's possible to have zero accidents. In the past, people would say, oh, people get hurt. That's just the way, that's just the way construction is. Get over it. But we really do believe that we can achieve zero incidents. And so part of that belief is, can we go the rest of today without having a, an incident? Yeah, that makes, we can probably do that. Well, let's see, can we go tomorrow without having an incident? Yeah, we could probably go one day without having an incident. Well, if we can go one day, can we go two days? If we can go two days, can we go the whole week? If we can go a week without hurting anyone, why can't we go the month? So you see, once you start thinking and you start breaking it down, incident and injury-free is possible. And so I think probably in any time, and I think Construction Safety Week helps add to this mentality, we can make a difference. We can keep people safer. We can 
hit this issue of injuries in construction from the mental side, from the physical side, from the training side, from the equipment side, from the commitment side, from the top of our, of our, our companies that support Safety Week, all the way down to the individual level where you put on that mantle of safety when you walk out of your door at your home that morning. But when you kind of take a step back and look into the future, is is that a goal that you would like to achieve when it comes to construction safety? Or is there something specific that you have in mind that you've kind of set, whether it be a goal for next year or a goal for the long haul? We still have a long way to go. And I think when you look into the future, I mean, good goodness. I mean, none of us thought, right, 18 months ago that we would be living in the world that we're living in right now. It was just inconceivable that we would be uh, wearing a face covering everywhere we go and that we would be social distancing and we would be, I mean, the office I'm in here in New York City today, we've got one-way traffic flow around the office where you don't cross as many people as you, you try to minimize the number of people you cross when you walk around. Um, so when I look into the future and I look uh, next year, two or three years after that fact, I think that the, the modular aspects of our business, the, the automation, the robotics aspects of our business are going to continually lead us to a place where people are less and less in harm's way and that we're going to find places for um, people to excel that don't mean we're putting them at such high risk. I don't know what all those solutions are, but I think that's where, where we'll be going. I mean, definitely we used to think that just getting sick was just part of the part of the world. I got a cold, I got the flu, no big deal. Or how, how often have you seen people that just powered through the a cold and mm -hmm. came to work because they were dedicated and they're sitting there sneezing at all of us in the conference room? Remember those days? Yeah, those yeah, days yeah we are, won't see that anymore. <laughs> those days are gone, you know. So we're going to be healthier and healthier as as a as a group of people. That flexibility that the industry has, has shown where people are working at the field in the field, but we know that they're dealing with issues where perhaps their spouse is having to homeschool the kids that day, or perhaps their spouse has to go into the office and can we cover for that person while well, they have to take that personal day because of what's happening with their spouse. Mm -hmm. I think this, this pandemic, one of the positive outsets of it is we are all more sensitive to what each other is going through. And we're actually caring about each other more than we did before. And so maybe I'm an optimist. I look forward in the years to come. That's just going to sow a lot of seeds that I think will ultimately help continue us on that path to keeping more and more people safe. Yeah, that's a great message. Thank you, Mike. Again, so appreciate your leadership in this area and your commitment to industry and keeping everyone safe and accident free. It was such a pleasure speaking with you today. I'm, I'm so glad to have you as a guest on Constructor Cast. Is there anything that we missed that you want to add uh, before we before we close out here? No, the only thing I would say is, you know, there's over 7 million people working in our industry in the United States. You know, from over 680 plus thousand employers and companies, it's just a wonderful, wonderful industry with a wonderful group of people. You know, anything that we can do to um, bring them all home safer uh, is extremely important. And it was a privilege for me to be able to speak with you and uh, the AGC in this forum. Um, really thankful for all your dedication, your organization's dedication to keeping people safe as well. Thank you, Leah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being with us today.
Now we're going to hear from some of our partners who are going to offer free training and resources to support Construction Safety Week. Chandler Brooks here, Head of Industry Partnerships and Alliances for Procor, with an important message about all the great activities and resources available to you during Safety Week. Procor is hosting our Safety Week webinar in partnership with Travelers Insurance. In a year where safety took on a whole new meaning, we bring together some of the best safety professionals in the business to talk, debate, and share everything about safety, culture, and how safety changed in 2020. The webinar will be Wednesday, May 5th at 11 a.m. Pacific. We also offer a free resource to all industry professionals known as the Procore Safety Qualified Program. Ensuring your teams have the enablement and training beforehand to not only tactically know how to keep a job site and a workplace safer, but ingrain it into the culture of your workforce. All this and a host of other great resources videos, articles, blog posts, and customer interviews just for you, LinkedIn available in the show notes. It goes without saying, safety is so important for our industry. Let's all continue to stay engaged, lean into this important week, and as always, stay safe out there. Hi, my name is Mike Monteleone, and I am on the health and safety team at Milwaukee Tool. We are proud to partner with the AGC. Our goal in supporting Construction Safety Week is to help support the health and safety programs of contractors with the mission of getting everyone home safely in the same condition they came to work. During Construction Safety Week, our teams around the country can conduct in-person or virtual trainings on a number of topics. These trainings include silica safety, a training that reviews OSHA regulations, best practices, and Milwaukee Table 1 compliance solutions. Next, ergonomic safety, where we discuss the causes and risk factors of ergonomic injuries, provide insights to reduce musculoskeletal disorders and showcase tools that reduce muscle efforts. Third, we have a new tool safety training, which showcases common job site injuries, outlines innovations in health and safety, and presents how Milwaukee solutions fit into the hierarchy of controls. To schedule a Milwaukee job site safety training, please visit the AGC webpage or reach out directly to any local Milwaukee representative for more information. Thanks very much and stay safe. Hello. My name is Christopher Dumaney. I am the National Construction Safety Lead from Fastenal. As a national sponsor of Safety Week, Fastenal has partnered with the AGC to create relevant content to educate and inform the construction industry. Mental wellness and holistic safety are both topics that all of you know are very important topics needing to be addressed. Both within person as well as virtual events during Safety Week are all available. Topics such as fall protection, women in construction, respiratory, ladder safety, hydration, ergonomics are all just a small sampling of what we can offer you. Fastenal can also provide demonstrations, hands-on activities, and process improvement solutions that are available as well during Safety Week. Please contact us today to learn more. We are here to help. You can reach out by emailing me directly at cdumaney at fastenal.com. That's C D-U-M-E-N-Y at fastenall.com. Please be well and stay safe. Thank you. Wrapping up today's episode, I'm happy to have my colleague, Kevin Cannon, with me here today. Kevin's AGC's Senior Director for Safety and Health Services. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me, Leah. You've been a uh, 
a repeat guest on AGC's Constructor Cast. So it's wonderful to have you back again. Um, Kevin, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about what you do for AGC of America? Sure. Um, you know, AGC of America, as uh, you know, uh, Mr. McKelvey uh, mentioned, you know, we are very committed to safety, and you know, part of my responsibility is to help uh, help uh, identify the resources um, and provide technical assistance to help members uh, with their safety and health efforts. Uh, that involves, um, you know, putting on semi-annual conferences, um, you know, in interfacing with the regulatory agencies, um, you know hosting or uh, developing the safety and health training programs, either the AGC programs or the programs that we offer through the uh, Department of Labor, OSHA, um, Susan Harwood Training Grant Program, um, and just trying to stay abreast of, you know, what the challenges of members are in the field so that we can, you know, have that conversation and, and share that message with other uh, members. Thanks, Kevin. We're lucky to have you and you and your team do an amazing job. Mike, McKelvey, as you shared, just walked us through the history and all the planned activities for this year's Construction Safety Week. And I know that OSHA also has an annual stand down during the same week that's focused on falls. Can you tell us a little bit about that initiative? Yeah, that's uh, it's in its eighth year. It started off as a partnership between uh, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health and OSHA through the uh, NIOSH Construction Sector Council. Um, historically, and you know, it continues to be the case today. Uh, falls are the leading cause of fatalities in the construction industry. So, this was a way to um, you know raise awareness about falls, whether it be from ladders or working on roofs, and um, just take a moment throughout the year to focus on those uh, activities and you know reinforce the importance of proper safety while working at heights. And how can contractors get involved in this? And are there resources online, a specific page that that you want to call out, an OSHA webpage for people to check out? Yeah, certainly. Um, if you want to get involved and learn more about the stand down, you can go to OSHA.gov, O-S-H-A.gov. Um, they have a you know, a page dedicated to the fall stand down. It contains information about, you know, how to hold a stand down, um, you know, toolbox talks. OSHA does a good job. Um, you know, again, in partnership with NIOSH of uh, putting the information out there, um, explaining what a stand down is, how to hold a stand down and providing the necessary resources in the way of toolbox talks to help facilitate those discussions during the week. If I'm planning, I'm listening to this podcast, I'm getting ideas on how I'd like to get involved in safety week and I'd really like to participate in the OSHA fall stand down. How, how can I get recognized? For my participation, if that's something that I'm I'm interested in being recognized for, for the um, OSHA stand down, OSHA does have um, a link on their stand down page where uh, participants can input their information and receive a certificate of participation. Um, they generally hold that uh, site open for about a month after the stand down. Um, I know last year it, they extended that time frame due to the uh, pandemic, um, but generally it's uh, about a month after the uh, event that uh, they keep the portal open so that participants can um, submit their information and request a certificate of participation. As far as safety week is concerned, um, that is something that you know AGC will offer um, through our uh, website as well. 
And so, you know, for the safety standout, um, you can visit the OSHA website. For the safety week certificate of participation, you can visit the AGC website. Okay, great. Thanks, Kevin. And I know we've listed probably three websites now in the course of 30 minutes. I just want to remind folks that we will in the show notes um, provide direct links to all the resources that we're mentioning um, on today's podcast. If I am interested in getting media coverage for a stand down event, um, is that an option? Yes, that is an option as well. Um, you know, we do have uh, or we have had members in the past who have requested media coverage. Um, again, that can be uh, that request can be made through the AGC website and we will follow up with uh, whomever uh, makes the request to coordinate the media coverage. The link that we're going to provide in the show notes um, will take you um, right to where you need to go to get um, certification of participation for Construction Safety Week, as well as um, the information you need to fill out to request media coverage. Yes. Okay, great, Kevin. Thank you so much for all the information you shared and for your uh, team's safety efforts overall. Is there anything else that we missed uh, that you want to to add in? You know, the one thing I think the stand down as well as uh, participation in safety week, you know, size of your company doesn't matter, um, you know, regardless of it's uh, a five man crew or a project with, you know, hundreds of employees. I think it's still an opportunity um, to uh, reinforce safety, um, you know, the, the themes of safety week, but also to um, reinforce the importance of, you know, as the theme for um, the stand down, you know, plan, provide and train, you know, any work at heights, make sure you do proper planning for it, uh, provide the necessary uh, safety equipment and then train accordingly. Great. Thanks for sharing that, Kevin. I hope that uh, this short podcast will help raise awareness and increase participation in this year's Safety Week and the National Safety Stand Down to Prevent Falls in Construction. I think it's really important and great that you made the comment that no company or effort is too small or too big to have an impact because we certainly all share a common goal to send everyone home safely each and every day. Thank you all for listening. This has been the AGC Constructor Cast. Please subscribe to Constructor Cast from your podcast app or stream all available episodes right from your computer at www.agc.org slash constructorcast. If you found value in this episode, please leave a rating and review because it helps people discover the show.